What's going on, everybody? It's me, Asad Hashmali, back again with another episode of Behind the Grind. It's been a long one. The last episode was completely audio. This time, we're back with a video one. The last episode I had Halima Iqbal, uh, the CEO and co-founder of Oran. And today, I decided to actually switch things up a little bit. I called in someone I've known for some time, someone who I want to have on actually for a while as well. He is his name is Aman Virji. Aman, how you doing? Is that you? That is I. That is you. All right. How you doing, Aman? Good, good, man. Thanks for having me over. My pleasure. Thanks for actually coming on. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's been a it's been a rough, uh, you know, trying to kind of coordinate things, get it all done, but uh, we managed to get here. Yeah. So for those who um, follow me, I'm sure you may have seen uh, or heard about this restaurant by the name of The Verge. Aman is the founder of The Verge as well, and I think you've had quite the journey with The Verge itself. I've had, had quite the journey overall, but The Verge uh, has been quite the roller coaster. Uh, uh, I will not lie. All right, all right. So, tell me a little bit about like what was the build up to The Verge, and then how has the past year been overall for you in your space? So, The Verge is a passion project. I do restaurants for a living. Uh, I'm a consultant by profession, but I've always had like this one dream that you know, like I want a certain restaurant and I want a certain way, and the wall should be like this, the floor should be like this, the bathroom should be like this. And like, I just wanted everything to come together uh, as one. I've been planning this spot for 10, 12 years. Wow. Uh, and when it was all coming together, it was a bit haywire. And uh, the day of our opening, uh, it was two summers ago. And when it had rained on Bakraid. Mm-hmm. And the day of our opening, and we, we went in and, you know, we were fully booked. And we had four feet of water. Shit. in the basement, uh, which wasn't good. Hmm. Uh, so we had to restart, rebuild, redo it all over again. Uh, then we finally opened December 15th, 2020. December 31st, December 16th, we opened December 31st. I flew out. My wife was in labor. Uh, first, I, I, I got to the UK on at like 9 or 10 p.m. And at 7 a.m., my son was born. Wow. And... Uh, Seven, eight days later, I was back in Karachi, you know, doing the grind. Yeah. Uh, and my wife came back to Pakistan uh, sometime mid-Feb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, we got to open lunch. I'm working 16 hours a day. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we just got married. This is our first child. You know, maybe more comfortable at your, at your mother's house. Yeah. And we moved her there on March 10th. Yeah. March 15th, we shut the restaurant because of COVID. And March 18th was lockdown. Damn. And everything shut. We moved it back. We moved it to my house. Uh, which was quite the adventure. And we ran a delivery service from there mm-hmm. uh, after a few months. Mm-hmm. And my house isn't built to be a commercial kitchen. Yeah. So my house caught on fire. Oh, shit. So the whole kitchen, <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Uh, it so, could get worse. <laughs> no, no, it gets worse. Don't oh, worry. Yeah, okay. uh, so that happened. And then they reopened things in August and we moved everything back uh, to the restaurant. And we got to the restaurant and two weeks later, it was that wonderful, like, ra- torrential rainfall uh, that happened. And Damn. my restaurant flooded again. And Shit. whatever that we had lost during COVID, we lost in that five days of flood. And, and I'll share pictures with you after this, because there was, yeah. like, water till here outside the restaurant, no. let alone what's happening inside the restaurant. And it was just uh, nothing short of a nightmare. And then, you know, we rebuilt and went, you know, forward, and we reopened, and it was great. It was amazing. And then somebody poached my staff overnight Damn. and I lost my entire team and I was like shit uh, and then we rebuilt and I closed the restaurant for a week 10 days rebuilt went forward 
uh, opened up again, and then they shut indoor dining uh, about a month later. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, we ran that for a bit, and it was good. Uh, it was fun. It was just a lot of headache and a lot of, like, uncertainty and a lot yeah, of stress. Yeah. And then I was just like, man, I can't do this anymore. And uh, I shut the restaurant for a bit. Hmm. And I am very, very fortunate enough uh, that my key team members stuck around with me. And we reopened about three weeks ago, and I could not be happier. And I could not be where I am uh, without my team, uh, which is great. Damn. I really do hope that the 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 downside is over because it's just been one roller coaster two that's, years. That's life. That's yeah, and that's also uh, what tests you, I guess. But tell me a little bit about the the consultancy side. Like, when did you get into that? Are you a chef? Are you a I chef can, by I can, degree? I can cook. Okay. I have a I have a background in hospitality management. Okay. Uh, I can cook. Mm-hmm. I enjoy cooking. I do not consider myself to be a chef because I think a chef is somebody who sits, who is in a kitchen day in, day out, mm-hmm. organizing, controlling, maintaining, managing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am more. I consider. I like. I like structure. Right. Uh, so I like to coach and guide individuals and mm-hmm. help them achieve their greatness, mm-hmm. and I will guide them mm-hmm. uh, to do so. Okay. If I can do it myself, yes, I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. But I would not consider myself a chef. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have a fantastic chef on my team mm-hmm. and I give all the credit to him. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm already enjoying this because you're you're not you're not taking all the credit. You're I take no credit. I am I am just someone who puts people together. I try to motivate them, yeah. make them happy. And I am just a cog in a much bigger yeah. picture. Yeah. And uh without having the team that I have, mm-hmm. I don't think that it would be possible. Wow. All right. So so when you um, start, you've been thinking about The Verge. I'm going to come back over here for a second. Yeah, yeah. Now, but you were, you were thinking about The Verge. It's been uh, in your heart for like over a decade. Um, were there moments before 2019 where you tried opening it up or, um, you know, tested out the concepts or tested out key, uh, you know, parts of the entire experience in your consultancy projects? Or was it just like in your head? Um, like, so I take every consultancy project as my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like to take ownership because it's it's a relationship that you build with people over time. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, okay, I'm going to do this for two months. It's I got to make this work because, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a it's 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 my name. My name is secondary. But a lot of other the people who are doing this put in a lot of hard work, passion, a lot of money gets involved into this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to see people like succeed. Yeah. Some do. Some don't. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, I have tried in the past, not with something as out of the box as The Verge, uh, with safer options. Mm-hmm. Uh, some worked, some did not work. Uh, but that's you know the nature of the business, and mm-hmm. what do you do? And did you always think about doing uh, pursuing like the food and bev industry in this manner, or was it initially you thought about being in the kitchen versus being the face of the kitchen or like being in multiple kitchens? Man, I was very fortunate enough uh, to go to school uh, in Switzerland and do hospitality management. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't learn very much uh, <laughs> from there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when I came back, I had a bit of, chip on, I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Right. Uh, and I thought that, you know, like, oh, I'm in Pakistan and I know more than everyone else. And <laughs> But something yeah. like that and I, and I started my first business from my house uh, it was called room service okay and you know I had I had my little like pseudo call center and I say pseudo because there was like 
two ghetto computers in a corner and you know like we had this whole thing and i would pick up the phone and uh it was it was my you know whatever ivr whatever you want to call it and then i had made a commercial kitchen on the other side of my house uh uh, to deliver stuff it was a good learning experience it taught me a lot that you know that i don't know everything about the business Mm -hmm. uh and then you know from there i just wanted to learn more and more and more and more and uh you know we just went from there awesome yeah all right so for uh, personally i want to be a chef at one time like i thought that i would actually go to culinary school go to either cordon bleu or go to cia and figure all that out but then eventually the dream changed and you it's very easy like i, I think it's similar to my business if you throw a stone like in any direction you'll find someone or the other who says they want to be a chef or they want to or they like cooking or they would like to get into food and bev but oftentimes uh you know the reality is very different So like what is that difference that or people what, what do you think is it that actually demarcates one's persons especially in this profession what demarcates a hobby from a profession itself That's very easy passion and perseverance It's a very 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 difficult business everyone who I went to school with and funny enough because somebody called me from from college uh this morning randomly out of the blue mm-hmm. 16 years later yeah. and he just messaged me to say hey man how you doing And I have a WhatsApp group of all the people I went to college with or like yeah. the majority of. Yeah. And aside from the people who own hotels, yeah. nobody is in the business anymore. Like zero. Yeah. Because they're all like fuck this. Like what because yeah. like, it's it's long hours, it's tough, there's yeah. no recognition. Yeah. You know, people aren't happy. You got you're you're a people's pleaser and you know like it's yeah. it's it's tough. Yeah. But if it's what you want to do, it's what you want to do, mm-hmm. right? Um I have my reasons for doing for doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my reasons aren't the food per se. It's I like to talk to a lot of people. So I'm I'm generally in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you know like when I even like when I train staff, you know the smile that I can put on their face means the world to me. Mm-hmm. Uh and the same thing with people like when you know that somebody had a good meal. Yeah. And you know like like food's important. Yeah. And when somebody had a good meal and they're happy and they enjoy it and you know you gauge in that like 30 seconds to a minute and a half of conversation. Yeah. And they leave pleased. Yeah. That's my motivation. I mean money comes and goes but like yeah. you know uh you got to really like have a heart for the business uh if you want to be there. A lot of people feel because the barriers to entry are very low like if you want to set up a factory today mm-hmm. you know it'll cost you these jalis crore yeah which is a significant amount of money but you want to enter the restaurant industry you can do so starting from home you can start from home yeah. and that's what that's what a lot of uh the, the pandemic has taught us and you know go from there and there's been a lot of success stories yeah uh which get there it's how you want to build it and how you want to make it and you know if you if you really got the heart for it then move forward interesting i like again like i'm I'm enjoying this already because of you just focusing around people itself. You don't really find that. And that's interesting to see. So with with the verge coming back to that, what what is that um what is it that actually gets you to um walk in every day? My team. And seeing what they can I've do. I've struggled with my team in the past and I and I'm very big on self-help and learning from my own uh, yeah. mistakes. and i've never been like the egotistical sort and saying that you know this is mine but i've had that feedback from my team and when my team walked out on me mm-hmm. this is what someone who was with me for a very long time this is what he felt and this guy was like family to me yeah 
And I would never want to set up, you know, a business or an industry or what I would like to say, a family. Yeah. And where I think, where I feel that, you know, like it's, it's because of me mm -hmm. that everything has gone forward. Yeah. It can't, it just, it cannot happen that way. Yeah. Uh, so it's just about building and, you know, you, you empower people. Mm -hmm. And if they move forward, then, you know, we move forward together. I think that's fair. And is that something that you look for in your clients as well when you set up, uh, when, you, when you work as a consultant? To actually see what is it that's driving them because so, it seems like sorry based on what you're saying it also seems like the success of the restaurant is predicated on uh, that level of passion from the owners or from the people that are running it and then it's like what's at the center what what is what's fueling their why their passion itself do you so, look for that so my initial meeting with every client will always be very very negative and i will discourage them and tell them it's a terrible business yeah and, you know, like, oh, you know, again, going back, the barrier interest are low and you're going to keep sinking money into it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the chance of success is like 8% and you shouldn't mm -hmm. do it and blah, blah. And I want to see their passion. Mm -hmm. I feel, I mean, look, we're in Pakistan. Restaurants open up a dime a dozen. Yeah. Das khulte, no bando jate. Yeah. The number one reason for failure, for a restaurant at least, is 100% the owner. Because, look, if there's a problem, I mean, look, what are you doing? You're selling food? You're selling service. Mm -hmm. Two things. If your food's not good, fucking fix it. Yeah. If your service isn't good, train your damn staff. Yeah. If your prices are too high, work around it, find a way. Yeah. If your prices are too low, raise your prices. Mm. Like there, there's a solution for everything. And it's not just with restaurants, it's with everything as a whole. Yeah. I mean, I recently hired uh, an individual mm -hmm. and he's like, sir, made a job security And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, yeah, now that you have to do this for three months, you don't understand your work, and you And I was like, why would I do that? Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know. He's like, it's been with me. And I'm like, yeah, what was the reason? He said, business wasn't going on, sales wasn't coming, it was not good, it was not good, it was And I'm like, you were the operations manager. Why didn't you fix it? Sir, actually, uh, like, that's your job. Either shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no desire to fire anyone. I will never fire anyone. Yeah. But I can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Yeah. If that makes sense. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, like, I want to move a little bit into the operations of the business itself. Oh. But so when we when we see the business right now of food and bev, what well, the way I see it is that, um, I don't know if you follow what's happening in the states, especially with food and bev. Not just not from a culinary perspective but from a business perspective like the initial founder of uber left uber and set up cloud kitchen and raised like 400 million dollars from yeah, the that Saudi happened in Saudi india Saudi. as well with mm -hmm. rebel foods yeah so yeah. like what is do you think that something like that could happen in in pakistan or has been happening in pakistan over the especially because of the pandemic um yes i do think it, it's it's very very possible uh, that I can happen. Uh, we have a huge population mm -hmm. that needs to be catered to. I think that the dynamics are very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, it is something that I'm also looking into. Something that I've been toying with for the past two or three years. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm very, very skeptical uh, on how things are run. And I do feel that, look, in delivery, no matter what you're serving, your food quality is going to die by bare minimum 30%. Mm. It can work if you have the right managerial setup. Look, McDonald's came here, what, in 1997, 1998. Mm -hmm. 
man, they struggled a very long time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with KFC, same thing with any other franchise that comes in from abroad. Yeah. Anything is possible if you work towards it. So I can't really say, I'm, I'm sure there's some models that do very well mm-hmm. delivery-wise. Pizza is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you just, you know, keep on, keep on. But is this uh, space something that's very um, cuisine specific? Or could it be for like even, because I'm seeing, I'm, I'm looking from the perspective is that the the 65% or this big 85, 95% of the, uh, the population that could not like afford espresso or like Xander's or something like that, but would actually want like Dhaba food coming to them. Do you think in, in that space this would work? They are more concerned with, with, with the price point. So they would rather mm. walk or, or drive or bike uh, mm-hmm. that 10, 15 minutes yeah. and save that additional charge mm-hmm. uh, to them. Yeah. And right now, like, I don't know if you've seen like how inflation is yeah. like, it's coming in tenfold. Yeah. Uh, life's not going to get much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to say right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think that there is a market. There's a lot of education that's going to come into play. Mm-hmm. We are a very, very stubborn nation. Mm-hmm. And we do not like change. Yeah. It has come in. I, From my understanding, Pizza was the first company to start actual food delivery mm-hmm. in Pakistan. And, uh, you know, like it's it's moving forward. You have companies like Broadway, which are doing fantastic. With the frozen line as well. I, I can't comment on the frozen line. I have no idea how uh, how that's working and how many people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why do you say Broadway? Like, is, are they doing something different? No, because because Broadway is a like Broadway is a local chain, yeah. and I and I really like salute them because where mm-hmm. they've come in the past seven years, and I think they're on like their fiftieth outlet now, and they're and they've taken their brand to Dubai and international markets. OPTP is another brand, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's just amazing to see, yeah. uh, you know, all of this happening, you know, f- from a developing nation like uh, Pakistan. Yeah. So you know, yeah, it gives us hope. Is there a way that that could be accelerated, like what Broadway is doing, or what like OPTP has done in some way? Yeah, you get the right people on board, and uh, you have the right amount of capital to back it up, and mm-hmm. you just accelerate, and you go full throttle. Mm-hmm. And you just make sure that as you hit road bumps or hurdles, you fix them right then and there. So, so th- okay, I have a question now yeah. because you said this. Are you the type of person that is more of the opinion of fail fast, fail frequent, or no room for failure? No room for failure doesn't exist. Hmm. I uh, it's, it's quite funny that you said this because I, I constantly argue with, with my with my finance and supply chain manager and you know and he's he's a, he's very close to me and my marketing guy and I've been around and, and they've been around in my life for like seven eight nine years mm-hmm. and you know they're always just like you know your expectations are too high and you know you can't expect this from people this is Pakistan blah blah and they're like you know why do you spend so much time training people mm-hmm. you know what if they leave what if they don't yeah do you know what I mean like and and yes 10 out of 10 times they leave but there is that that five percent chance that they will stick around, and even if they do leave, you know, yeah, kisi ka zindagi to ban gaya na. Yeah. And if they don't, kya pata mera zindagi ban jayega. Yeah. So it's one of those. Uh, it's it's a catch twenty two. But I don't like failure. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in failure, and I believe that if there, like I said, if there's a problem, mm-hmm. fix it. Yeah. Don't wait till the point that you know the problem accelerated. It's come from zero to one hundred. Yeah. And you're like. Shit! Now everyone's talking poorly about my restaurant. Yeah, which is which is why I say that the restaurant is so revolved around the owner, mm-hmm. because un, until someone doesn't take that ownership, 
It's not a factory, right? Like there's no machinery. It's not like yeah, har dud ka daba ek jaisa banega. Yeah. Right? Like everything is is individual prepared. Mm-hmm. And you got to create that hierarchy and I'm so big on like team mm-hmm. and I want to take care of my team and look, if I will grow fuck yeah, man, my team is going to grow, man. Like they they are my family. We have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. 6 hours of that day bare minimum you need to spend sleeping. Yeah. Right? That leaves us another 18 hours of the day. Yeah. Right? I'm someone who works 12 to 14 hours a day. Mm. And I spend it with those individuals who I am with Working on a constant with, yeah. basis every day. That is my family. Mm. I mean, I have my family. I love them, don't get me wrong. But and and they are also spending a good portion of their daily lives at work or with me or with their team mm. and instilling that concept into them. With some people it takes a week. Mm-hmm. Some people it takes a year. Some people it doesn't happen at all. Yeah. Uh, but if you can instill these be- this belief system and you have that that core team mm-hmm. then man fuck you can achieve anything in life. Awesome man. Shit. <laughs> okay. So speaking of your family actually I don't know how does how does it work what what goes on in your day to day with the consultancy like I didn't know that you would actually have a supply chain manager and a marketing guy and a finance guy. This is all this is all new. So I'm moving away from the consultancy. Mm. Uh I am now looking at opening up my own establishments. And COVID had taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. You know like I opened up my dream restaurant and you know like it was the best place to be and I love and look when you open a restaurant for those first three months it doesn't matter who you are you're a celebrity. Yeah. Right? Like everybody wants to come to your restaurant and be around you. Acha hai bura hai jaisa bhi hai. Theek hai yaar main usko jaanta hu. Ha ha main table karwa dunga. You know it's one of those kinds yeah, of situations yeah, yeah. and you are the guy that everybody wants to call. Yeah. And it was a great feeling and then like everything just crumbled and fell yeah, and yeah. like because like this is something I've been planning for so long. Yeah. Like my whole world shattered. Yeah. And I had so much to be thankful for because you know like I had just you know we got I had a beautiful baby boy uh you know like three months into this and it made me like move away from that and you know like I was upset and you know like mm. it was very tough on my wife and she was a great support system mm-hmm. and now what we have done is that we have I'm I've, I want to move I want to digress away from the food and beverage so food and beverage yes is there mm-hmm. right that's what brings the money in but now we are focusing on becoming an HR company Right so we're looking at developing a bunch of new restaurants uh, all QSR based QSR is a quick service restaurant very scalable okay and I want to develop proper training programs manuals all of that stuff because this is what I do yeah when I do it for everyone else why not do it for myself yeah and you know like help people and 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 you know give them that hand that they can move forward yeah so now you know like there's a lot of foundations uh that I'm a part of mm-hmm. and we take underprivileged individuals who get basic training from these places yeah who learn their soft skills and stuff like that and then you know we'll teach them more about food and beverage and <clears throat> excuse me xyz mm-hmm. and you know we'll get them started and those who progress you know we'll take them in from crew to shift supervisor to assistant restaurant manager to restaurant manager to area manager and you know like one day general manager for yeah. those who you know i mean panchungliya barabar nahi hai yeah but if i can build that Yeah. You know like what a great thing to do especially in a place like Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know like that's that's the plan. So let me get this straight. What you're doing is that you're creating like re- like restaurants or you're creating centers or like institutions. No, no, so I'm creating so I'm creating restaurants. So we're now building a a, a burger place. Okay. 
and a separate pizza place. You know, later on, we're going to, you know, have additional things as well. Yeah. Uh, and I could combine this all under one roof and create a cafe. Yeah. But that would demoralize my staff, right? Yeah. Because if I have one place, there's only like one individual who grows. But if I have three of these or four of these different setups, there's more people, there's more room for people to grow, move forward, create their lives. It keeps them motivated. Uh, when we want to go into like, you know, like Mirpur Khas or Sakkar or Larkhana or whatever. Then it's those easier. would scale up and franchise they on will, their they own. They will scale up and well, I won't franchise. I'll, okay. I'll keep it all okay. corporate owned so I can contain uh, the SOPs and ensure okay. sustainability. Uh, but it gives them hope for a better tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, like it helps us control our costs and things like that. And, uh, you know, we can go like I would love to have a chain of restaurants in Quetta. Or, or Sakhar or Larkana. Because, yeah, look, everyone goes abroad. Everyone has access to social media. They all want good food. Yeah. They all want consistent food and they want it at an affordable price. Yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. So why not give this to a wider demographic, mm-hmm. uh, make people happy, and, you know, see where it goes. But then this would there be a back end of where you have your funnel of team members coming in and being trained from as well? Well, yeah. So you set so you set up an HR like we'll have different departments. So you have yeah. your 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 accounts, finance, supply chain, marketing, operations, HR, all of this. I mean, that'll all come mm-hmm. in time. I obviously I can't I can't start here. Yeah, yeah. So right now there's me and one individual in a room very similar to this. Okay. Uh, and then I have another friend who is helping us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we're we're being very cautious with our expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, this is the plan. This is the dream. This is how we want to take it. And, uh, teamwork makes the dream work, right? Damn straight. Which actually now gets me to think about the fact that since you said this on air online, what do you feel like is actually, um, missing from, I don't want to say the scene in Karachi, especially, or, um, or in Pakistan, but like, what do you feel like is actually missing when it comes to the mindset of these entrepreneurs that want to, um, you know, get into food and Bev? You just shared a very, like, you just shared a solid idea, right? Like, you're kind of putting yourself out there saying, I'm doing this without any, like, hesitation on who's, who's going to take your idea, who the fuck's going to come in and, like, you know, your own staff got poached, which is big over here. That's okay. My, my staff got poached by, by, by a client of mine and I was very upset hmm. and, uh, you know, I'd spoken to them and the answer that I got was like, look, we offered him more money. Either you match it hmm. or it is what it is. And that made sense. Hmm. Uh, and you know, like I will never stop anyone from moving forward Yeah. because you know, like who's not an opportunist, hmm. right? You work to move forward. I work to move forward. He works to move forward. Hmm. Uh, I can't stop anyone from that. And if someone's going to offer them a better lifestyle, yeah, hats off. It was difficult for me, mm. but it's my job as an entrepreneur or as an owner or as a boss or as an employee or as a dishwasher or whatever, find a solution. Yeah. It sucks. It's stressful, but you know, that's, that's life. Interesting. Interesting. At the end of the day, I get that. I get that. What do you think is missing in the um, in the scene right now when it comes to food itself? Like, what is it? What do you feel like are some ideas that either haven't been tapped into or some concepts that haven't been leveraged yet over here? I don't. I don't think it matters. No. Man, look, I'm opening a burger place. Yeah. Right. 
I won't mention names because mm-hmm. it would be incorrect to me. There's so there's like off the top of your head, you can even name a dozen burger places. Yeah. Right now. Hmm. They all work, man. We in Karachi alone, what's our population? Twenty five million. Yep. Let's say that, chalo, yeah, maybe not all twenty five million have the affordability. Hmm. Ten million ke pas to hai na. Hmm. That's a huge fucking number, man. That's huge. That's mm. colossal. Mm. And there's enough of the pie for everyone to go around. I'm I'm opening my place right next to a very famous burger chain. Mm-hmm. And and this guy is supplying me with some equipment. And I went and told him. He was telling me all his ideas. And I've known him for a, a long time. And I was like, look, man, I'm I'm doing something very similar. So please don't tell me all this because it would be like, it would be wrong. Yeah. And I don't want you to feel, and you know, we're friends or whatever. And I'm like, but look, it doesn't matter. And who cares? Because you do your thing. I'll do my thing. I mean, when you go to New York, California, this and that, you have, I don't even know, like there, there's like at least a million burger places. Yeah. Yeah, sab, sab ka apna naseeb hai. Sab ka haq hai. Yeah, jisko jo milna hai na, yaar wo mil jayega. So it doesn't like, I don't believe in competition. If you want to believe in competition and say that, yeah, the market is so saturated, fuck, do it better. You think McDonald's is scared of like a million burger places opening up? Mm-hmm. No. You just you just one up and you keep working and persevere and you keep finding ways to improve mm-hmm. and in, ensure guest satisfaction. That's hospitality. Okay. And because you said you don't believe in competition, do you believe in competing with yourself every day? What drives that? I want to do better. I want to do better than yesterday. I want to do better than last week. And when tomorrow comes, I want to make sure that I'm better th- the next week. That's the only way to to move forward. I mean, you look at yourself and you say like, you know, where do you want to be in 10 years? I I want to be better. And you ask me in 10 years, where do I want to be? I want to be better. And that's the only way as long as you keep, you know, you keep moving forward, you drive. Right? When you drive, you have this huge windscreen in front of you and you got this little itty bitty you know like rearview mirror so it's great to look back and reflect upon the past and see what all has happened yeah but you gotta like focus you gotta yeah. like just just keep on and, and shit happens and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie man i have terrible days i have days where i will sit in the shower and i will cry mm-hmm. and i will be like man what am i doing why am i doing this and i want to give up and i can't and you find a way and you just keep keep on keep on and keep on it's not like the thing is it's not me yeah right my drive is like creating jobs my drive my drive is is helping people mm-hmm. and focusing on people and to, and and creating avenues for people to move forward mm-hmm. and it, and it's very difficult and and i'm not going to say it's very difficult because we're in Pakistan education level and blah blah world over this is something that's very difficult yeah I recently was uh, I spoke to an HR consultant. Uh, she's a good friend of mine and uh, you know and I said this is what I want to do, but I don't know how to structure and you know like how do I focus on this? And she's like, "Yeah, man, look, she's like I go to a lot of restaurants. She's like I don't mind dropping money and you know like I'll pay this person and pay that person. But she's like I don't care about your dream. When I go to a restaurant, I want good service, I want good food, and I don't want to waste my time or money." Hmm. Which made sense to me. So this time around when we reopened the verge, you know, the majority of people that we had hired were people who had hadn't worked before mm-hmm. or required a lot more training and you know because I'm like, you know, 
they will take care of the guests. If the guests keep coming in, they'll take care of you. They will take care of me. It's it's just it's this vicious like it's not a cycle, but like you, you yeah. understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same way that if my team is unhappy, the guests will be unhappy, and I will be unhappy, and then I will be like, yeah, going back at them. So it's just. Uh, I don't know, man. I just think that being in a country, and you know, Pakistan is one of the countries that we have the most, the highest level of donations and yeah, whatever the word is, uh, humanitarianism. Uh, yeah. Just, just take care of people, man. Like that's just how it should be. Mm. And, you know, pay higher salaries or don't pay higher salaries, but you know, reward them. Mm. I don't believe that money is the greatest motivator, but it is important, man. Mm. Everyone has a family. Everyone has expenses. Everyone is stressed out. Yeah. Financial stress, I feel, is the worst kind of stressed to have mm-hmm. you know and uh, yeah that's about it all right interesting interesting and if you could go back in time and if you could meet your younger self what would you say to him don't fuck around <laughs> simple <laughs> just don't uh, no no my my cousin taught me something uh, about eight or nine years ago and i was really stressed out and i had gone to him to ask for money hmm. and uh, he just flat out said no Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? And I'm like, I need help. You're like my older brother. You know, like, why won't you help me? He's like, because it's not my job. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, come on, do what you love, love what you do. Money's an added bonus. Mm-hmm. And as long as you realize that and you do everything with passion, he's like, everything works out. And I was reading a book, uh, I can't remember which one. And in that book, it said, it all works out in the end. If it hasn't worked out, it's not the end. It's not the end. And that's just something that I just keep moving towards and I keep training my staff and I keep trying to tell people on a day-to-day basis that, you know, yeah, man, life may suck now and, you know, good days don't stay, bad days don't stay. Hmm. So just, you know, just keep fighting. Interesting, man. This actually took a very different turn. I wasn't expecting this kind of conversation. What were you expecting? I was expecting something like, well, yeah, don't get the fucking food in Bev. It sucks. It's hardcore. But I... What doesn't suck? There you go. So what what business does not take that effort and time? And even if you get into like manufacturing or automotive, yeah. you got to learn, man. Hmm. And once you've learned, then you're in a place where you can say that, yes, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I've achieved something. Yeah. But if you walk in, much like my younger self, hmm. with a chip off your shoulder and said, hey, man, I came from Switzerland and I know more than you guys and yeah. filet mignon and this and that, and I can throw some big words at you. Yeah doesn't matter man yeah just do better than the next guy mm-hmm. i started off these conversations initially what i was telling you before we started recording was that i started this off because i want to actually sit with people who are doing cool shit on a regular basis people whose uh who whose grind i admire and people whose stories i admire as well and what i've just come to realize and this is like the cherry on top is that at the end of the day niyat wali baat because what you just said, like many of the, 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 the principles that you spoke about, especially about people being at the center of it all, it is, it's all about people. If your people aren't happy, they're not going to be, you know, doing their service ahead. The same principles I try to apply over here at the company too. And it's like, those are, you have to abide by those principles or you should, or you ought to abide by those principles because it's never going to be easy, but you also just don't want to be a dick along the way. You don't want to like, you know, leave anyone I'm, with a I'm, bad taste. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've been a massive dick along yeah. the way. Uh, but you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. In, in our restaurant at The Verge, uh, 
So a lot of a lot of restaurants do they have a divided tip share. Yeah. And I want everyone to receive an equal amount. Because man, look, without food, service is nothing. Without yeah. service, food is nothing. Without my dishwasher, we have no fucking clean plates. Yeah. What do you do? And yet uskabi hake, unkabi hake, sabka hak, you know, barabar milna chahiye and you know, I keep going back, man, mm-hmm. teamwork. Yeah. And as long as you understand that it's not just a team and it's a family and mm-hmm. you take care of your own. I sound like Vin Diesel right now, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine, man. Um, but uh, thank you so much for taking out the time. No, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good end to a long day. This is not the end of my day. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go back to the restaurant right now. Okay. I'm uh, going to go to the restaurant right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But um, thanks once again for joining on. That was Aman Virji. Uh, if you haven't been to The Verge, then go um, and follow him. Check him out and follow Behind the Grind. And see you guys in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.